What's up, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Betting with Babies. It's week 16 of the NFL season. We did not record last week, but we are back, and the team is on fire right now. We had a six-in-a-row streak on our free play until last night, and we're looking to pick that right back up. And it's the holiday season, so we've got a special episode planned for you today. We're going to break down our best bets of Week 16. We'll rank our top touchdown scorers. We're going to drop a Thursday night football parlay. For those who are quick to listen, you'll get that in before kickoff tonight. And as always, we'll jump into the dad zone for tips for balancing babies and bets on a busy holiday weekend. Before we get into that, we've got the team that helps you balance your babies and bets. Mr. No Days Off is with us tonight. How are we doing, gentlemen? I'm doing well. Doing well. Uh Tua proved himself last week in Buffalo, going for 252 touchdowns and no interceptions. Took him right down to the wire and gave me a lot of confidence about this team ending the season 3-0. We got the Packers at home this week. We're in New England. Usually scary. This year, that Patriots team doesn't scare me at all. And then home for the Jets, which will absolutely be for like the final playoffs spot. <laughs> Definitely. The writing's on the wall for that game. Yep. I mean, we've all, we've been here too many times before to know that one of our souls will be crushed in week 18. Th- the good thing is, as we know with our teams, the uh, the team that wins week 18, we're just going to get blown out in the wild card route anyway. So it's not going to even be that big of a deal. Yeah. That- it's really it's really sickening because it's how <laughs> I justify in my head that the Jets are going to win tonight. Mm-hmm. Because it would it would just be that much more if they get a win tonight, so they could rip our hearts out the following yeah. week. Like just rip it out, throw it on the floor, and stomp on it. Yeah, because the Jets fans are kind of at that point after losing three in a row where we're getting numb to the whole thing. Yep. So a win tonight would be right in line with trying to end our season with misery. I agree. And Maddie, how you doing? Uh, you know I'm um, doing pretty good. You know uh, the Cowboys are. You know, doing what we would expect this time of year and giving up a 17-point lead, as you know. And last week, I did all these stats for you guys. I spent a ton of time, and we never recorded, so that was no good. (laughs) But you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, Our house that we're moving into is ready a little bit early, so uh, things are looking up. All right, Maddie. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, way to go, Maddie Stats. We're excited to use those stats this weekend. So let's get right in it for this week. We're going to speed through the podcast this week and try to get it out before kickoff. So let's get into our pod picks for week 16. Before we do that, we've got our current standings. Maddie Stats is at the top at 8-5-2. and two. I'm sitting in second at 8-6-1. six and, one, and Teddy is currently in third at 7-8. and eight which means technically anyone is still alive. That's right. You need all three of these games, though. And so based on the current standings, Mr. No Days Off, you got the first game on the board. Who do we got? All right. I'm going to go with the Packers at the Dolphins. And this is a complete homework pick, okay? I'm feeling really good at what we did in Buffalo. I mean, about as good as you can feel from a loss. We stuck with... I mean, it's them and the Chiefs, essentially, right, in the AFC. And we stuck with them punch for punch. We were right there in the end. We were in Buffalo, in the cold, in the snow, and we were still down to the wire with a kick the field goal with two seconds left. The Packers, no, they're not. They're not it. We're really good against the run. Uh, And so 
I'm loving the Dolphins at minus three and a half. Right. Excuse me, minus three and a half. Teddy's taking the Dolphins at minus three and a half, and he's letting you know that's all with his heart. He's betting all with his heart on that one. So let's just get into the stats to see if it backs it up. Right now, we've got 94% of the cash and 63% of the tickets on the Packers. The line in this one has been moving all over the place. Um, I think coming into this game, you see Aaron Rodgers with pretty much his last lifeline. He's got to win all of these games to have a chance at the playoffs, and it's in Lambeau, so you're thinking single-digit weather. It's in Uh, Miami. Oh, it's in Miami. Okay, so that changes it a little bit. Um, Dolphins at home against the Packers, minus 3.5. Lock that in as Teddy's official pick. Um, that brings us to Matty Stats' pick. And if you can't tell already, Matty Stats is not with us this week. He wasn't able to make it. That was my best Matty Stats impression. It was amazing. Thank yeah. you. But we'll cool. give him, he does have an official pick and he's the leader in the clubhouse. Matty Stats has the Bengals at New England. Current line is minus three. And we'll run through the numbers. So right now, 44% of the cash is on the Bengals and 79% of the tickets. The line opened at three and a half and has moved to three. The Patriots typically take away the team's best performer. So we look to see Jamar Chase struggle a bit in this matchup. And the Bengals offensive line will be at a big disadvantage up against the Patriots D line. And the pass has also a negative 22% against the rush. So with all that in mind, it's tough for me to look past how bad the Patriots have looked on TV, right? Like all the way back to week one, they haven't showed me one reason why I think they would be able to keep up with the Bengals in this game. The Bengals are hot. They blew out the Tampa Bay Bucks in the second half of that game, and they look great. Teddy, what do you think of this game? No, I, I love that too. I mean, listen, Joe Burrow's a stud. He's really heating up at the end of the season. It's kind of similar to last year, right? He's heating up. The Bengals are on a run. What is it, five in a row maybe, I think? But mm-hmm. they're, they're starting their run just like last year. Uh, Chase is healthy now, which opens up that whole offense. Everyone else can can eat a little bit with Chase being the number one receiver. And uh, the Patriots, I mean, you know, Belichick has a, a good defense, but that, that offense, I, I mean, go figure, all right? Two defensive coordinators turned into an offensive coordinator, and they suck. Go, go, imagine that. Yeah. You know, you think like, what is it like two negatives usually equal a positive. So maybe, is, that, is that how it works? I, that's what they say. And yeah. I think Bill Belichick, you know, tried to, he outsmarted him, himself here. Yeah, this he, is he a mistake. The arrogance, the arrogance. He, he he just thinks, oh, let me replace Josh McDaniel, which is one of the best offensive coordinators in the league with two defensive coordinators. And that didn't work. Oh, wait, is Joe Johnson a special teams coordinator? I feel like he's a special teams coordinator. And, and Matt Patricia is a defensive coordinator. Yeah, right? they have Patricia yeah. calling the plays this year, which clearly yeah. is not going it, well. And Mac Jones and him don't seem to get along. Like I said, a lot of screaming by Mac Jones. A lot of yeah, screaming. You know, it's tough yeah. to look past that offense. They're not good. Um, and I'll tell you, like the way that game ended last week with the Raiders, that's got to be deflating for the Patriots to lose like that. I'm sure they were embarrassed in the film room. Personally, saved my whole weekend. Yeah. The fact that the Raiders won that game. If the Pats got a win in that game, I, I, I don't know where I would be right now. Yeah, and that's the most unpatriots thing we've seen in 25 years. I mean, you and I have watched week in and week out, year in and year out, them just never, ever make a, make a mistake like that, let alone make a mistake where it's like like a dumb mistake. Like, a, Has the ball ever snapped over Brady's head? 
Never, right? Has he ever, has Brady ever fumbled? It doesn't seem like he has ever in his life. If they did, the, the refs threw a flag. Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, an interception, it's defensive holding every time. And yep. so to for them to make a mistake like that was just so gratifying. And, and yeah. it made me feel so good. And to see Mac Jones just get pummeled on oh. the way to try to make a tackle. I mean, that really put a, put a good ending to the weekend. Uh, so as you can tell, Matty Stats is taking the Bengals, taking Joe Burrow minus three on the road. All right, so we've got the Lions minus two and a half at Carolina. Current stats, 81% of the cash and 74% of the tickets are on the Lions. This line opened at minus three and is now down to two and a half. And the Lions are 10 and four against the spread this season with Jared Goff putting up Pro Bowl-like numbers in the last eight games. Prior to his matchup against the Jets, he had a PFF grade of 67, 77, and 83. And Ahmad Ross St. Brown is expected to have a big week with one of the highest PFF matchups this week. Sam Darnold does give the Carolina Panthers a little bit of a lift, and Mm. their defense is above average. But when you see the Lions and as hot as they are coming to town, what do you think about this game, Teddy? Have you ever seen the Lions above the Packers in the standings this late in the season? I mean, I, I just, they're seven and seven. The Packers are six and eight. It's, a, it's unbelievable. Now, you did miss one very, very important stat, which I will read. The Lions, who were 10 and four against the spread this season, look uh, to Goff to rebound from his wor- one of his worst performances of the season in a soul crushing victory against the Jets, which dropped the Jets' playoff odds from about 40% all the way down to about 23%. I just wanted to continue the streak of Maddie Stats just insulting and spitting on the Jets unnecessarily every single week this season. Yeah, I deliberately skipped over that. Yeah, I know, I know you did. put a lot of time into that research. Yep. He loves spending time on Jets stats. I mean, he looked up the Jets like draft classes for the past 10 years just to make a point about like some quarterback stat that he came came into. A little peek behind the curtain there. But um Yeah. It was a soul crushing loss, though. I will say that. I mean, tough game. Um our special teams needs to be better. Lions had a great play call on fourth down that scored a touchdown. Just a bad loss. Three tough losses in a row for the Jets. Ball in the hand. On the final drive, chance to win the game, can't get it done. Mr. Clutch is... He's going to lock in the Lions at minus two and a half on the road as official pick. I love that pick. That's a great pick. I love that pick as well. So we got the Lions at minus two and a half. Teddy's taking the Dolphins at minus three and a half. And Maddie's stats is... The Bengals minus three on the road. Lock those in for your best bets of week 16. And let's jump right into our touchdown scores for the week. This is where we give you our top touchdown scores for the week. Looking at the over-under totals, we're cutting it down to five touchdown scores this week, which we'll post on the page Saturday morning because these are going to crawl into both Saturday and Sunday games. So let's start with our first touchdown score for this week. Teddy, who do we got? Travis Kelsey. The man's a beast. He's having a career year. The game total is high, the over-under, and he's still getting 25% target share. One of every four throws is going his way. Uh, He hasn't had a touchdown in the last three weeks, and if one of every four balls is going his way, then he's due. What do you think? He's due, Amato? 
he's due. Lock him in. He's in our number one spot because we couldn't find a stretch where Kelsey's gone four games without scoring a touchdown since Pat Mahomes has been the quarterback. So look for him to score. Lock in Travis Kelsey. Next up, number two, Tariq Hill. This is one of our highest total scores of the weekend. Current line, 49 and a half. So we're expecting a lot of touchdowns in this game. Tariq gets 40% of the targets. 19% of the end zone targets, and this is a must-win game, so we're going to see them look for their number one receiver in Tariq Hill. Let's lock him in at number two. That goes to number three. Teddy, who do we got? Justin Jefferson against the Giants. He has, well, he's just put, putting up monster numbers. I don't think he scored in the last two weeks, but I think he's had like over 300 yards or some, some crazy number like that. He's putting up a ton of yardage. Him and Tyreek Hill, I think, already have like 1,600 yards each this season somewhere close to there if they don't have 1600 yards yet but they're just you know it's one and two for you know the best receiver in the league statistically this year and uh, he has a 30 percent target share he's still going strong Kirk Cousins seems like he looks his way probably every set of downs essentially and um, you know he's crushing it yeah, I mean, he's getting the targets, right? He hasn't scored in two weeks, but 11 targets and 14 targets over those two weeks. And he broke a, a single single game record for receiving yards in that in that week as well. So we like him to get in the end zone. They're going to look his way. He'll get a ton of chances against the Colts. So lock him in for three. I'll take number four. That's Austin Eckler, one of our favorites on the touchdown parlay. He's going up against the Colts. And the Chargers have a 21% O-line advantage this week. You know, we do expect the Colts to slow this game down, but as we know, Eckler can score in a variety of ways, whether they get it on the ground or in the air. We like his chances to get in the end zone this week, and he dominates the red zone targets. So lock in Austin Eckler at number four. And then that brings us to our number fifth pick for this week. Teddy, who do we got? We have Devontae Adams. We love this guy on our TD scores. I feel like we have him. 90% of the weeks because Derek Carr always looks his way. I mean, the stats back that up. He was shut down last week against the Pats, but that's what the Pats do. Bill Belichick takes away your best weapon on offense. I think he had 26 yards or something crazy like that. Something that's just ridiculously low, but we're expecting a big bounce back week to go his 32% target share and 38% of the end, end zone targets. Man, 38%, that's lowered as of late because I feel like towards the middle or beginning of the season, he was up to like something crazy, like 60% of the end zone targets where Carr would just go his way almost every time. Yeah, and you had to watch that game to see what happened. There was a play towards the end of the game that was directed at Devontae Adams, but Derek, Darren Waller actually put his hand out and couldn't make the grab. If, if Adams caught that ball, he was on the run. He was going for a touchdown. Uh-huh. And so, they, you know, to your point, they look for him all the time. This is another game where the Raiders have a little bit of hope to make a playoffs. They can't make a mistake. Look for him to get a ton of targets this game. So that's it. That wraps up our five TD scorers. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Austin Eckler, and Devontae Adams. Mark it down. Lock it in. What do we got next? Next up, we've got a Thursday night same game parlay. We're going to fly through this because we want to get this out before kickoff. So we got the Jets and the Jags tonight. Um, Jags are traveling to New York. It's going to be a rainy, cold, windy night. Um, we like the Jets on an alternate line, plus three and a half, to give us a little bit of a buffer at home. We're also going to take the under, but we're going to, we're going to bump it up a little bit to an alternate line of 41 and a half. 
And then we like Zonovan Knight to score a touchdown, expecting them to keep this game on the ground and to control the pace of play. Zonovan? Zonovan. We are, we are going to go with him? Zonovan Knight. He's a stud. Michael He's Carter stud. has less carries because I, they love the pop from Zonovan Knight. I've noticed uh, that. And it's a crowded backfield. I mean, you think about it. Brees Hall was number one. We brought in James Robinson. He doesn't even suit up now. And Ty Michael Johnson. Carter's behind. Uh, yeah, Ty Johnson's still on the roster too. So let's lock that in for a three-leg parlay. Plus three and a half for the Jets, under 41 and a half. And Zonovan Knight, that's plus 477 on that parlay. <sighs> All right, let's get into the dad zone. Welcome to the dad zone. It's Christmas weekend, always stressful time of the year. What do we got going on? All right, we got football on Christmas Day. Let's talk about that real quick. Football on Christmas Day. How do you feel about it? I don't feel great about it. I especially don't feel great about it because the Dolphins are playing, which means that I'm going to have to sit in front of a TV from 1 o'clock until 4.30, watching the Dolphins beat the Packers. And that's a very large commitment on uh, on Christmas Day. What do you think, Amato? I think it's very stressful. Um, you know, I, I have, you know, we both have young kids under four. And so the likelihood of us being up very early is high. Very high. Um, probably get through the whole, you know, Christmas morning gift opening by 9 a.m. Oh, imagine, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So, but then I was saying, like, you, you know, you got to think about, like, what do the dads need reminders of before we get to, to Sunday, right? Like, stock up on batteries, mm. right? Double A's, triple A's. You're going to get open the tools some, ready. Yep. Get your tools ready. Stretch out your hands. Probably a lot of Allen key work you're going to have to do over the Phillips weekend. Phillips head screwdriver. Yep. Yep. And again, we gave this tip out during Thanksgiving. Lower your expectations <laughs> over the holidays because the kids are going to be very excited. They are going to be excited. They're probably not, they're going to wake up. They're going to play with their toys. They're going to probably, you know, not eat great. Maybe skip a nap or something like that. You know, it's going to be rowdy. It's going to be rambunctious, but it'll be fun. Keep it fun. And I agree, lower those expectations and just have fun. You know, this is one of the best days of the year for kids. And, um, you know, you got family and friends coming over. Or you're going over their house, at least over the next couple of days. I'm stopping two places on Christmas Eve, the two sides of the family. And uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. It's going to be hectic. And I agree with you. Lower those expectations. Got to do it. And plan ahead, right? If you know there's games on Sunday when you're up on Saturday night when the kids are sleeping, you know, look at the numbers, get your bets in Saturday so you don't got to worry about it Sunday morning and stress so you can really enjoy the time with the kids, be fully engaged, fully present, and then you get a chance to watch some football. There's some great NBA on as well for the sports fans out there. So hope you all have a great holiday weekend. Um, Travel safe if you're traveling. As always, whether you follow or fade our picks, we hope you make some cash. We appreciate all the support. It's been a great year. See y'all soon. Later.